the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. i got to imagine companies like Tinder are not going out of business anytime soon, which is owned by Match.com. Big legal issues there. Big legal issues. But that's off the point. I want to teach your children one thing. Don't mess it up. This is going to tie into retirement. This is going to tie into investing. Don't mess it up. When my dad died 20 plus years ago, I asked my mother if I could do part of his eulogy. One of my brothers got up and read a church that, you know, verse. But I got to do the eulogy, and I did a great job. I talked about how my dad, when he was a young man, he took care of his sister in the orphanage. And then as he hit, you know, he, he would steal fruit and give it to her. Sweet guy. And then as he grew older, he um, got married. My mom was a little girl from Mobile, Alabama. She never left the city. He showed her the whole world, literally. By joining the military, she got to fly around the world and see Paris, see London, Tokyo. Cities that she would never have seen. Istanbul, which is a beautiful city, by the way. Um... So he did great as a young man, as a middle-aged man. And then as he got older, he took care of my sister. She gave him life. She gave him meaning. He had five boys, and five boys just, it it tore him up. His first son, Clint, sold marijuana, and uh, it was all over the newspaper. Eagle Scout Black sells dope. (laughs) That's what it said, right? It crushed him. But 30 years later, he has a little daughter. And, uh... She changed his life, and she made him better, and you know, he found a reason to be a good guy again. So I, that was my eulogy summed up in just a moment. But before I went up and did that, my brother said, don't mess it up. My brothers taunted me. They challenged me. Don't mess it up. And I'm like, I probably said the F word in my head. Behave yourself. I didn't mess it up. I know, I know, I know. I'm allowed to say that, I think. So what I want to teach your children is don't mess it up. It's a powerful, powerful statement. Try not to get in over your head. Saving for retire. You are going to retire one day, so you don't want to mess it up. When you're young, you can live in a dirt, scummy, nasty home. You can rent a room with a guy who eats all your food. You could, you know, get into a fight because he didn't pay his fair share of the cable bill or... You know, he takes really hot showers for a long period of time and runs up the bill and only pays a third. You can mess up life in your 20s. It's easy to get over. But you're going to certainly live to retirement age. So you can't really think a bus is going to take you out and continue to live in that world. It isn't something you should bank on, in my opinion. If you're 20 years old today, there's an 85% chance you're going to live to 65. According to mortality rates that go back about four or five years ago, and it's a little bit higher now. 
it's not optional. You're going to retire. You don't have to own a home in your retirement. You don't have to pay for your kid's college. You know, those are other goals. They're desirable. They're nice to have. But a nest egg is a must-have. You might imagine that you can work forever and never retire, but you can't. Sometimes age discrimination comes in. Sometimes your body starts to give up. Sometimes you have to move closer to your mother because she's dying. Sometimes your kidneys are failing and you can't work the way you used to. So you may want to work till the day you die, but your boss or life may not see it the same way. The older you are, the higher the health care costs for small companies. Now, your current income is blood. It's the blood of your retirement. It's the blood of your life. It's the blood of, of having you know, fun and entertainment and owning a home and paying for your kid's college. It's your income. So you've got to focus on that. You know, when you purchase a home, you can go, well, I'll just get a $500,000 loan and pay it off over 30 years. When you pay for your kid's college, you may take money out of your home. You may get another loan and pay it off over 10, 15, 20 years. But you can't do that in retirement. Now, one of the things you could do is work part-time to not mess it up. And also to give you a sense of purpose. I think I want to train puppies when I retire. That's one thing that I feel comfortable that I can do. Okay, so, hey, Cujo, sit, Cujo. Oh, good puppy, good puppy. Here's your treat. I'll come to your house. I'll do it for $15 an hour. You don't have to go pay someone $400 to do seven classes. I'll come to your house. I have an idea of what part-time work would look like for me. Are you with me? Now, I don't know. It's pretty mighty expensive, in my opinion, retirement. So I told you, Doris emailed me and she said, I got a million dollars and I'm only getting $10,000 a year in income. What's wrong with it? And I'm like, well, you're being too conservative. But she's also like 72 years old. So at some point in time, she's lived past her life expectancy. And she should probably just say, screw it. I'm going to spend that money. But what if she lives to 90? And then like, oh, screw it. I'm going to spend that money is suddenly too aggressive. But $10,000 on a, a million is too conservative. And then you also have issues of, you know, uh, do you want to leave it for your kids and such like that? So you need a million dollars because at a million dollars on a 4% withdrawal rate, you need to amass and you get 7% returns in the market, 8% returns in the market. You could pull down that 4% on a million, live off 40000 plus a little Social Security. I know you could live on that. But I don't know about it in 10, 20, 30 years because things are getting expensive, right? More expensive called inflation. So inflation's the boogeyman. Inflation's the Freddy Krueger. Inflation's the Jason Voorhees. Inflation is the enemy. Inflation is the devil. Inflation is Saddam Hussein. It's, it's bad. It's bad, 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 bad. So a 4% withdrawal rate, a million dollars, you kind of get it. But you may need more than 40000 because of inflation. To accumulate a million dollars, you have to save $10,119 every year. 40 years when you're 20 years old. $10,000 sounds like a lot of money to a 20-year-old. doesn't sound like that much to me now that I'm over 40. <clears throat> so that's pretty good. $10,000 a year. So you divide that by 12 and you go $1,000 a month, $250 roughly a week. So less than $1,000 a month. It's probably about 800 so let's go to $200 a week that you need to save. Can you do it to cut, become a millionaire in, in your 20s? You don't want to mess this up because you can't afford to fail. That's the lesson that I'm pitching right here, right now. Retirement is hugely expensive. 
it's it's an unavoidable goal. It's going to happen to all of us. Death and taxes, but also retirement. Maybe not. Like I said, you could maybe become a dog trainer. I'm going to change my name to some like Castro Von Castro, the greatest dog trainer of ever. So that I, I, I could already start marketing, you know? Caesar. Caesar. Sit, Caesar. So it's a grim proposition of not being able to pay your bills in retirement, of saying, okay, trailer park's going to be okay. The distance between what you wanted in retirement versus what you get is whether you decide to save and not mess it up in your 20s and 30s. You can find me online at Rob Black Show. That's robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Did you know that you could invest in soybeans, ticker symbol SOYB? Say what? Wheat, ticker symbol WEAT. You can invest in dirt. That's what the ticker symbol is on dirt. Soil. It's not dirt. I know you're saying, I thought it would have been dirt. You had me, Rob. It's soil. S-O-I-L. I'm 87 years old. I've been around since dirt was born. So you can invest in dirt like that guy. Right? Right? You've got to be kidding me. I will say this. I, I, I bet he'll be taking a dirt nap soon. Corn. Ticker symbol C-O-R-N. You keep hearing about Coca-Cola and corn syrup and the corn syrup industry and the corn syrup industry is evil and the corn syrup industry turns food into energy and the corn syrup energy. Like, you keep hearing about it. Do you want to invest in it? You could. Then again, you could also keep, you know, we're going to spend more on video games this year than we do at the movies. And yet you could think of like, Tom Cruise ain't worth that kind of money. He's coming out with Top Gun 2. And Anthony Edwards... Goose from Top Gun 2, or Top Gun. He died in Top Gun, right? He's going to be in Top Gun 2 as his son. So he's not only playing his dad, but he's now playing his own son. Oh, my, my. Because the dad died, right? I know, I know. This is too much to handle, right? Any chance um, the two female leads in Top Gun come back, Kelly McGillis and uh, Meg Ryan? (laughs) No chance, because they got old. We'll take old Val Kilmer. Not a problem, throat cancer guy. Tacky. We'll take Tom Cruise. All four foot three inches of him. But do not give us old leading ladies. This is Hollywood after all. Why was I talking about Anthony Edwards and Goose? Maybe you could invest in Goose. Oh. Teddy Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. Help me. Hey, Goose. Goose. You going to see Top Gun 2? Probably. <laughs> Probably. I think it'd be flying drones. Little squirrel pilots. So. Millennials are starting to come into their own. That's the last thing we talked about. Now I want to talk about one of my favorite things. Gravy. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with an app, and I'm thinking financial gravy. Not bad. Not bad. It could work. Um, gravy in retirement years. Not bad. Not bad. It could work. So I just want to call my app Gravy. Because I love gravy. You know what I love about gravy? Or you know what I love about going to the, the South? You can always get gravy. You can get gravy on chicken. You can put gravy on anything. Yeah, you can get gravy on pasta. You can get gravy on, on biscuits. You can get gravy on Potatoes. shrimp. Shrimp with gravy and barbecue gravy. Barbecue gravy. <laughs> 
<laughs> Southern homes. Isn't barbecue sauce great? Okay, I'm going a long way. I'm going a long way to say the South is really doing well in real estate. Yeah. And people, you know, you can have your, isn't that where the Confederate Army lives? Kind of like naivety. And people in California are pretty naive at times. I knew a girl who, she, she was proud to say, I've never been east of the Rockies. I'm like, you know, they do have toilets in the on the East Coast. And they do have running water. He just might to spin say. in a different direction, but but cities that are doing like kick butt, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I, I, I don't understand. Like, do they even have a basketball team? And, like, that's what I'm trying to get at. Is like we ignore things because we're ignorant. Little Rock, Arkansas, Dallas, Texas, Charlotte, North Carolina. Charlotte, North Carolina is yeah. not Raleigh. Not Raleigh. That's the they're like the they're armpit right. of North Carolina, and yet they're hot and sexy because you know what they have? Gravy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we love affordable, affordable housing. We have clients moving all over: El Paso, Austin, <sighs> you know, Dallas, I think about Houston. Paso, I think Houston's about. huge. Houston's growing. Um, so Texas, we already know Texas is is a gaining many, many, many people right now. Kind of coming from the east, from coming from the west. Uh, but but Raleigh, it's been on the list for years. Raleigh's been a great town. A lot of colleges, a lot of hospitals, lots of jobs. Research Triangle. Um, this, this, it's just too hot. I think have, people have to get used to the heat before you make a decision to move out there. But I heard somebody the other day say that they, they meet a lot of people who move from the Bay Area or California in general and then come back eventually. No. Yeah, I've heard that. I heard they take our cards away if we leave. <laughs> But with that being said, like, again, I'm, I'm not being silly when I say this. There's a lot of opportunity to invest in rentals. There's a lot of opportunity to say, this might be my retirement home. I'm going to rent it out for a few years. And it's a lot more affordable than people think. Um, the South is expected to grow at 6% compared to nationally 2.5% as far as population goes. And go where the people go. You, you probably will do well as an investor in real estate if you, if you think about that. You'll have more buyers to, to pick up your property down the road as they move from apartments to single-family homes, uh, as they make more babies. But the South has drawn people. Yep. And uh, we both know family members who are working in the South. Um, and again, it's, it's get over your, your biases and your cliches, because millennials are going to where the jobs are, and the jobs are going to where their low-cost employees are, i.e. the millennials. And Georgia. Yep. You want your employees to buy, be able to buy houses. And the Atlanta soccer team in MLS is kicking butt. And, and I bring that up in large part because, believe it or not, that's a sign of growth. <laughs> when you have a sports team that's brand new, get the interest of a city involved. And I think that's always a nice thing. So could you have the courage to invest in the South? Uh, yeah, I, I would. Okay. I wouldn't be my first choice. But yeah, it, it, you need a well-rounded kind of real estate portfolio. I already, I, I guess Richmond, Virginia is the South. Technically, sure. I mean, I own a place there. They wipe their butts with tobacco leaves there, I hear. Yeah, they do. Yep. They do. They give them out do you remember, on, the, well, on the street corners. Do you remember around 95? 95 is like the 101 over there on the East Coast. It goes all the way up from Maine down to Florida. Do you remember the big cigarette in, in Richmond? It was a big Philip Morris, like, mm-hmm. uh, I want to well, say big 40, fa- there's a huge 40 star, 40, 40 story <laughs> statue. It was a cigarette. Something tells me that's no longer there 15 years after I last saw it. Something tells me someone got... Are you talking about the Washington Monument? No, no. It looked like a Washington Monument. It's it's a cigarette monument. And uh, it was right in Richmond, Virginia. It always struck me as funny. It was like, aren't these cancer sticks? 
So you know what I used to do is I used to, um, you know, how, like if you go to a mall and people put cigarettes out in ashtrays with sand. I used to take those cigarettes and I used to go home and plant them because I was trying to make a, a cigarette tree. I figured they were being planted in sand, probably not a good soil for for the cigarette to grow and mature. Awful. In Italy, they pick cigarettes off trees, just like pasta. I saw it on a commercial. It has to be true. That's why when someone comes to me with a commercial, I heard on a commercial you can get this incredible universal life insurance. I'm like, are you stupid? What is the matter with you? (laughs) So, yep, cigarettes grow on trees. You plant a good cigarette tree, that thing will bear fruit for years. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. So let's talk about some fun stuff. I don't want you to close your eyes and imagine, especially if you're driving. But when you get a chance today, let's talk about some fun stuff in your head and close your eyes and imagine things like retirement and things like understanding retirement plans and not just going through the day thinking, oh, my life sucks, but actually coming up with a plan. I told you I once had a crush on a girl named Elizabeth or she had a crush on me and uh, carved it into a tree, said it out loud. Kind of awesome. Keeping it in, I would never have known. Wills and trusts. Wills and trusts. Protect the people you love in case you die. It's not that hard of a thought. Your goal is to financially secure yourself and I hope your family members. You want to accumulate wealth for retirement and generate income in retirement. I talk about these concepts all the time. You can sign up for a seminar by going to Rob Black Show and Rob Black Show. And sign up for a seminar using the code radio 25 to get them for free. But a lot of what I talk about isn't fun. Financial planning, retirement, getting older, home ownership, insurance, life events. Life events is a good one because if you have a kid, a couple of life events you probably want are you want to see him graduate from high school, right? Before he goes to jail. I think that's an accomplishment. My mom was always like, I got it. You all, you all like, you're all good kids. None of you have been to prison. I'm like, yeah, but some of us has been to jail, mom. Some of us has been to jail, but life events. I think it's an important one to think about, right? What are you doing on this planet? Uh, what do you want to walk away with? So I think wills and trusts are important. I think taxes are really hideous and it's tough for me to talk about because we are all at different stages in our life and we all have different accountants who some are aggressive and some are passive. So I don't really talk about that. I do talk about credit and debit. I love credit cards, but I also pay off my balance every month. So I'm not carrying the interest. I use the rewards. Um, Do you know how great it is when you look at your account and you're like, whoa, I've got $4,600 of rewards just from using this credit card and paying it on time. And then you were like, even better, you actually get a point and a half if you book through their website. So it's like, whoa, okay, that's 46600, get the abacus, times it by pi, then one and a half. So wait, you're like, wait, 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 do I really have 60, 70, over $7,000 of purchasing just from doing nothing? Yay! Right? 
And then that mimosa that costs 15 bucks tastes a heck of a lot better. Just my opinion. Um, minimum payment on a credit card equals maximum expense. Just say no. I know people who are like, uh, I'm going to Rwanda this summer to learn dance and to build uh, tiki huts for the people in Rwanda. Now, for the record, I couldn't find Rwanda on a map. I know it's in Africa somewhere. Couldn't find it past that. So I make fun of people for reasons that they want to go out and enjoy life and spend their money. But if it's on a credit card, that's different than planning for it, in my opinion. I don't know if I'm allowed to go back and make that little thing, but you know, life events, I do want you to enjoy, but I don't want you to enjoy on credit. Rental and vacation properties are a tricky, tricky topic when you're talking wealth. Do you wish you had never bought that timeshare? That's the question I answer, ask everyone who asks me, how can I get rid of my timeshare? And I start with the loaded question of, do you wish you had never bought that timeshare? Don't buy that timeshare. Should you keep rental properties? A lot of times we get into a situation where it's other people's money paying for our mortgage. And at some point in time, you can actually sell and put that money to use in a bond fund or an income fund or in another home, something closer to you, maybe a duplex or a triplex to get three renters instead of one. So, yeah, I, I think you should ask yourself on rental properties of like, how much equity do I have? And is it just sitting there doing nothing? So I look at timeshare agents, not as crooks, but I start with a heavy amount of skepticism and I would never buy real estate while on vacation. It just doesn't mix well. You're caught up in the moment. There's legitimate real estate brokers who can help, but timeshare resales are fertile ground for scams. Timeshare resale fraud became a big problem after the 2008 credit crisis. People lost their jobs. People lost their homes. People lost their ability to sell, get people into their timeshares. The FTC, the Federal Trade Commission, has said timeshare investigations have gone up from 800 in 19 and 2009 to 6,000 in 2011. That's crazy. That's meteoric. Anytime you buy anything, anytime you get married, literally, if you're buying, quote unquote, the cow, which goes back to that old maxim that every dad tells their daughter, why well, buy the cow if you get the milk for free? Because I like cows. And I like free milk, and I like chocolate milk, so I like chocolate cows. That's but not you have how to all, any of this works. You have to write down a lot of questions before you get into any sort of relationship, financial or physical, or love or anything else. And if you don't write down the questions, at least have them in your head. Like, um, ask what services do you get for the money that you pay. Ask, you know, if you pay by cash or wire transfer. Only, that's probably a bad thing, and say, why do you only do cash or wire transfer? That sounds like you could be scamming me. Never, ever send people money that, that aren't willing to meet you in person. Um, be careful of claims like they're strong demand, or maybe they're, they're too bold. They're the only ones bold enough to offer. Such an amazing deal. They can turn gold into hay. I mean, hay in a gold. <laughs> wait, wait, you just turned my gold into hay. That's Sorry. terrible.
That's sorry, dude. That's terrible. Um, be careful on like the, the claims that sound too good to be true. Like you're buying an expensive piece of property or you're leasing it or you're doing something. And they're like, oh, you can walk away anytime you want. You probably can't because it's an expensive piece of property. Um, so like if you buy a ski house, a vacation house, you know, the realtor will probably say things like you probably need to use this for at least three years. So you get my, my commissions when I sell it for you in the future. Cause you just bought it now. But something tells me with timeshares, you're not really got your head on straight. You're like, woohoo, I just went to Vail, Colorado, and these kind, nice people said if I meet with them for two hours, that I can have you know a free dinner or a free Woo-hoo! ski pass. And then they show you the place, and you're already qualified because you're in Vail, right? You flew to a luxury resort, so they know you have money. And they just want a big chunk of it. Not, not too much, just a big chunk. So It's a trap! It's a trap. No, don't sign it. And anything that you typically do sign in the world of finances, whether it's real estate or what have you, um, anything that you do sign, you should probably start thinking about the concept of how soon can I say I want to rip this up. So, and that's the careful one on the divorce and marriage. You know, I said before you get into a relationship with a timeshare company, you should probably write down questions. I stand by that. Before you get into any relationship, you should probably write down questions. Do you do joint accounts or do you not? I can tell you they stress people out they, when you do or don't. Whichever one you do, it stresses people out. Are you open with your spouse about money? Um, do you have a financial to-do list for second marriages? I've often said, if I die, honey, don't get remarried. I want you to live by yourself, lonely, on a house on a hill, in a rocking chair in a window. And I want you to weep my name every day until final coming, you two pass away. I don't want you to be happy. I don't want you to find anyone. I don't want you to spend any of the money. I just want you to sit on a house on a hill, wailing for me. Better than crying, wailing. It has to be like, I miss him so much. And if it could be on a hill and you can wake up all the neighbors. In a glass case of emotion. That's close. That's close. I, I want that intensity. Maybe a little bit more, but pretty close. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Talk to your loved ones, people. I'm Rob Black. Peace out. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I, I'm a little judgmental at times. I'll admit it. I'm very, very critical as a human being. If I order, I won't get into me and ordering and stuff like that, but let's just say I want things done right. One of the things I'm very critical on is I look at people and I go, hmm, I wonder who his, his hero is. And, you know, I, sometimes I'll watch the football games on the weekend and I'm like, wow, there's 115,000 people in Michigan. Listen, guys. I was doing a little college game day, not NFL game day. I was doing a little college right there, so if you could maybe find some college game day music. No. <laughs> That's okay, Mike. Uh, busting your... Anyhow, um, I look at people and I go, are they focused enough on money? And as much as they know about Two and a Half Men or Joe Montana or um, whatever their passion is, I'm like, do you have that same passion for your retirement? Because... From age 20 to 60, you should live it up. You should enjoy life. It only goes downhill after that, right? 
but from 60 to 100, you have to live off stuff. So, like, Jamie Dimon is a person that I like enormously as an investor. And his last name is D-I-M-O-N. He's someone I'll, I'll listen to. You know, I'm, I'm not saying he's right. It's, he's just someone I'll listen to when he talks about the economy. Uh, Jeff Gunlock. Awesome. Great stuff. Neil Hennessy. I had him on my TV show 10, 15 years ago when the Dow was at 12,000. He goes, I guess, so where do, you see, where do you see the markets going? Well, he goes, well, Rob, let me tell you about this, Rob. He's kind of a Dr. Phil where he kind of, he looks like Dr. Phil and he sounds like Dr. Phil. Yep. And I said, so Neil, where do you see the market? He goes, well, Rob, um, 28,000. And I was like, yeah, that's a good one. I'm like, house at 12,000. How can you say that? That's ridiculous. That's preposterous. That ain't going to happen. And he goes, well, Rob, the stock market doubles over 7.2 years. And historically speaking, if you we put that out, it'll be at $28,000 in uh, eight years. And it was. And I was like, whoa. And I saw Maria Bartiromo. He once did the same thing to her. And she fell out of her seat laughing at him. Because it comes across as this, you know, kind of, he's a great guy. He's a smart guy. He's one of my favorite investors. Um, and he basically buy he buys into quants. He's very much so, it's just numbers. Don't look at companies, just look at their numbers. So you should have a list of people like Jamie Dimon and Neil Hennessy that you, you go to on occasion and, and say, here's my list. You know, one of the greatest investors of all time, CFP Chad Burton's not on that list. Warren Buffett is. You should have a list like a Warren Buffett. What did he say? Chad says, annuities are trash. They make me want to vomit. I don't think that's going to be put in the lexicon of great great memes or anything like that. Admiral Akbar has, it's a trap. It's a trap. I miss him and I hate J.J. Abrams for killing him. I hate him. I hate you, J.J. Abrams. Admiral Akbar. Explain to your children that, that there was a world with no Admiral Akbar in it. He's floating off somewhere in cold, dead space. He was an admiral, for the love of God. He deserved better. Anyway, I'm digressing. Sorry. Keep in mind that thing that I digress with is what makes things always more interesting. So, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. One of the stocks that a lot of people are very interested in right now is GE, General Electric. And they've had problems on their balance sheets for a long time now, and they've been trying to address them. And they had a CEO who was moving kind of like a turtle. I'm a turtle. Some people believe they were prehistoric on this planet as a turtle, and they were eaten by a pterodactyl, and they were reincarnated as a human. I think most of these people are violently insane. I take a look at people who are at college game day, and I'm like, what is your future? What is your future when you're, 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 you're hanging out before a football game, eating brat and eating uh, big sausages and, and big burgers? Your future is a massive heart attack. And I, I hope you put that into your financial plan. So am I judgmental? Am I critical? Like I started the segment, I said I was. Uh-huh. But also, I, I, I question you, and I'm like really pushing you. You've got to start thinking about this stuff. So you've got to have a list of people that you go to, people that you like. Um, they, you know, Warren Buffett, if you could just live, the, if there was a religion, and you got to be very careful because Jimmy Buffet's kind of got the whole Margaritaville religion going on, 
So Buffet, Jimmy Buffet, Warren Buffet, very similar sounding. You don't want to cross up those retirement messages. So Jimmy Buffet, all about calming down and relaxing in retirement. Warren Buffett, all about have enough money to live till the day you die and then maybe giving some to charity. So uh, if you want to copy that Warren Buffett, Warren Buffet quotes live by the religion that maybe I'll start one day. I think I think Jedi's were made into a religion. I think there's something like that out there. There's some group. So tying this all back together on Admiral Akbar and it's a trap in religion and everything else. Um, I don't think football should be a religion. I, I think Warren Buffett should be a religion long before football. But a lot of people live their life in the world of the, the gridiron. A hundred yards to glory and a concussion that one day will put you on the street homeless. Woo! Cheer for him. He's likely died on the field. We're not going to be happy until someone does die on the field, right? And then ESPN will say, you might want to turn away. because we're going to show this a hundred more times. He's dead on the field. And it goes back to ESPN and Disney has a problem. They're all in on sports, all in on sports. And the sports networks charge more and more money every time they renew. Until when? It's always a question of the teeter-totter. So far, so good. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.